They say that money is the root of all evil. So why don't you be a good ass motherfucker? And give us all of yours. Head on over to patreon.com slash BMFcast. Welcome to Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey, hey, Bamcast Variety Hour. Yeah, we're still doing this, but hopefully not too long. We are sixty-two and a half percent vaccinated now. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Math is getting close. The numbers are going up. (laughs) And this is episode thirty-seven. In case you're keeping track. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And who are we? Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. We're still in our remote locations you know <laughs> talking into webcams just being broadcasting safe, from secret locations worldwide mm-hmm. i'm from the ghost planet and chuck's from fat I'm man in, tron world. i'm in tron fat man tron world <laughs> yes uh, fat man tron world <laughs> well, i think isn't, isn't that that uh, jedi guy from the council wasn't that him fat man tron that guy in the background he's in, he's in episode something one of them early star wars things Different guy. Oh, okay. oh, the Q-tip guy. Yeah, the Q-tip guy who like dies like like this, which yeah. isn't funny on audio at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very quiet, placid death. Yeah. Well, you know, he flops like a lot as yeah. he's being shot he, by. He gets all spasmy. Yeah. Well, you didn't make any noise, so. Well, it was a it was this musical montage. <laughs> yes. We didn't hear him get to hear him go or whatever noise he made. <laughs> It would be funny if he's like the Ow. ultimate Jedi, yeah, the ultimate Jedi Master, and he's like, ah, that hurts. the race, of course. Why would you make that your last words? It doesn't even make sense. Oh. But uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna talk about some random movies, and then obviously Godzilla versus Kong is the big thing that came out for most people. Yeah, uh, we basically know. delayed recording this a day just for that. Kind of, yeah. I mean, yes. We'll blame yeah. it on that. Sure. <laughs> Sounds sure. good. But yeah, we're going to kind of like do a second half semi-spoiler casty thing. So if you want to mm-hmm. jettison at that point, we will tell you before we get into any kind of details about that flick. But if you have HBO Max, you should probably watch it. You, you should. Yeah, it's free-ish. I mean, you know, if you mm-hmm. have the service already, it's... If you have it, yeah. Yes. It's it would, be, it would be a no-brainer. Extra. I mean, unless, you know, it takes something like you going like, Ugh, you know, to the, for the little things or whatever. I was just like, I don't even think I even need to waste my time. But I even let Tom and Jerry play in the background because why the fuck not? It's like it's there. <laughs> you know, it's, I will semi-pay attention to this. Okay. <laughs> HBO Max. Yeah. You can semi-pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got the gist of what was happening in Tom and Jerry. Not a lot. and But there's a lot in there have been it. more hits than misses on HBO Max this year. So sure, sure. Hot um, Tom and Jerry talk again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do we have? Yeah, that we've all watched. That's not kaiju-ish. Well, I had a, well, I had a weird <laughs> set of things that like lined up, sort of, but unintentionally. <laughs> okay. So I watched. Right, then. I watched two Aaron Sorkin movies, and. One of them has Jessica Chastain, and I end up watching two Jessica Chastain movies. So it's three movies, but there's a common link between okay. two of them. So uh, uh-huh. I guess I'll, I'll just start because I don't have a lot to say because, you know, Chuck already talked about it, but I, I did watch The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's real good. Uh, you should watch that. Um, 
No, I mean, like, even amongst people, you know, sometimes you see casting in certain movies and you're like, really? You know, like, I don't have anything against Sasha Baron Cohen, but it, there's like a, there's a little bit of a stigma, I would think, attached to casting someone with a personality like that in a movie, you know, for especially for a dramatic role. There's a little bit of like, I don't know, is this a good choice? But he's he's really good at it. You know, I mean, I don't, again, I have nothing against him. It's just like, sometimes... Yeah, like when Jim Carrey was first trying to get into drama, it's like, oh, really? Let's go watch, you know, wacky face guy trying to make us cry. Yeah, okay, whatever, you know. But eventually, we came around. We're like, hey, yeah, he's he's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, just yeah. saying. But yeah, and even Eddie Redmayne and his weird face is is pretty good in it. So, I mean, it's it's all in all a good movie. So, <laughs> I'm not the first. I'm not even the one who has a real problem with Eddie Redmayne's face. I'm just pointing out because every time he gets mentioned, it's like. Jesus, that Christ, that guy looks weird. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, good. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad the movie's good in spite of Eddie Redmayne. I mean, I would say I would and go as far as weird to say ass he's, face. He's actually pretty good in it. You know, hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's like so. That's the, different from most of his roles. I, I don't know why you say that. He's actually pretty good, <laughs> other than looking kind of weird. I, I guess I've just seen him in shit. So. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I will. I will agree with you with it. Yes, he looks weird, but like generally, he's a pretty good actor. I mean, I not counting the fantastic fuck fest of whatever happened to J.K. Rowling's fucked up world and her. Yeah, don't watch those. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, like now it's just like, well, cool. We can't even enjoy Harry Potter anymore because mm. people have to say stupid shit and these other movies suck. And I don't know. It's just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. But. Uh, I guess I'll continue with Aaron Sorkin. Yes, I, I finally got around to watching... Uh, oh, actually, shit. I, I watched three Aaron Sorkin movies. I almost missed one. Because Yes, I also watched Charlie Wilson's War, which was one that I had not gotten around to seeing when I was doing my Sorkin Fest. Um, yeah. And, Did Charlie Wilson win? Uh, if by win you mean cause 9-11, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not his fault, but hey, good job, Charlie. I mean, but Thanks. I mean, it's not really Charlie's fault. Charlie was actually trying to stop 9-11. I'm saying like, it's like, yeah, this they is, all say that this was all of the, you now. know, this was training the Mujahideen to fight the Russians kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's Rambo oh. three. It's, it's, it's oh, the, the brave of, warriors. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this, this I remember is the them. same story of like, you know, how we fucked ourselves. Essentially. It's the story of how we fucked them over. Yes. And- yeah. And it came back to bite us in the ass. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they never actually really say did. that. They really are just like, you know what we're talking about, right? Like, I mean, that's one thing I'll say about the movie is it's like it never it actually expects you to know a little bit of history because it never like directly says and then 9-11 happened or anything like that. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, remember like when we <laughs> you know, like funded a shadow war in this country and then left them to like, hey, go fuck yourselves. You know? <laughs> and then they're like, hey, that's not cool. Uh, like, the correct we'll question is which time time are you referring to this specific you know the most the, recent yeah. time yeah the yeah. end of the cold war part so yeah. what year what year did this movie come out because i it was like 2005 somewhere around there or yeah. later because it was you know, later than that wasn't it yeah. i mean because this was like sorkin's like first like i'm going to direct something one i think like himself no, i think that's the no. no he didn't direct that one no molly molly's, molly's game, game was the first, first one, one? okay directed. all right no that's right it was mike nichols that's right for charlie wilson's war i believe yeah yeah anyway but yeah, it's it's another good movie. I mean, you should watch it. I mean, it was it was funny because like I, I've kind of been on like a little bit of a Tom Hanks kick. I mean, I've watched some other things with him that I don't 
feel the need to mention like rewatching the burbs and stuff after you talking about it so much and things like that, you know, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I kind of got in this weird thing where it's like all of a sudden, I guess just based on the Tom Hanks movies I was watching, I was like, has Tom Hanks like ever like done a movie where he swears and stuff? Like all of a sudden it was just like, I started like painting this weird picture where it was like Tom Hanks was like, had this fully Disney-fied image, like, I won't say swear words in a movie. I, I know it's not true. Obviously, it's not true. Like, it's clearly not true, but, like, just things I'd watched in a row, it was like, that movie started, and I was like, well, this seems like a weird choice for him. And like, you know, and it's like, it gets very early. It's like, you know, he's naked in a hot tub with Playboy bunnies and cocaine all around and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, clearly Tom Hanks will do whatever in a role. It's, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was convincing myself that, like, somehow I'd never seen him, like, do anything naughty in a movie. Because then hey, I was... man, you get to the point in your career where you're like, put me naked in a hot tub with cocaine and Playboy. Sure, play sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm Tom I, fucking Hanks. Literally right? at any point in my career, you can <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I also rewatched Road to Perdition, and then that's another one. I watched it after it, already after I busted the myth of, like, Tom Hanks doesn't swear because he swears all, the, all over the place in Road to Perdition, which... I feel like we had this conversation in the Discord and too many people were like, oh, I never got around to seeing Road to Perdition. You should absolutely fucking see Road to Perdition. It is. That was me. Okay. Well, I just. You were talking to me. I, I just. Because you were about to. You were about to say something spoilery about the movie. Oh, yeah. And I was, then I was, I was like, about to make oh, yeah, a joke. I, about, I was going to make a joke about how that movie ends. And. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it can't. Because like I, I, it caught. For a second, right. I was like, oh, yeah. I think of that movie as ubiquitous. Like everyone saw it because like that's how much I love it. But it's mm-hmm. like. It was one of those where I started to say the ending. I was like, oh, wait, have you actually seen this? <laughs> yeah. but, nah. But I, I just think that's like I one of the most. I haven't seen it either. Oh, I just think that's like one of the most perfectly directed movies of all time. Like, like, like Alien. I mean, it's like, it's like every shot is so fucking deliberate of like what it's doing and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's magnificent. Like, I mean, rack fo- focuses and stuff that play into the story and, and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh. Charlie Wilson's War is good. The last one is, as you mentioned, I did watch Bali's game. That would be the Jessica Ch- Jessica Chastain connection there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like Chuck, for some reason, it's you said you said it kind of perfectly. It was like every once in a while, there's a movie that like everything says, I will like this, you know, like this, this has people in it. That I like this is written by a person I like or directed by a person I like. And just for some reason, your brain is like, yeah, but I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like, I, I don't, and I can't understand it. It's just like every once, every once in a while, it's just like here's all the pieces in place that will make this a thing that you enjoy, and you're just like, mm, nah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that that was just one of those absolutely. Movies. Here's a thing made for me. Right. I'm never going to watch it. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's I, a special yeah. thing. I'm going to put it on a shelf, and I just always know it's there. Right. But I, I'm here to say it's it's a fantastic movie too. I mean, like I I've said I'm a Sorkin file or Stan or whatever the hell you want to call myself. I mean, I I like generally everything he's done to some degree you know there are things that are like I, i'm a little less interested in like i i thought the steve jobs biopic thing was you know just like all right this is weird and not great <laughs> it's just like it's yeah. infinitely quotable though <laughs> sure i guess so but yeah i just like yeah you know, there's certain things where it's like yeah okay yeah i mean even like uh new uh what's the sports radio one thing uh sports night sports night it's a good show but like at, a, at the end of the day i'm kind of like oh, you're really making a big deal about fucking sports talking about sports and like this is like if you boil it down it's like this is fucking stupid <laughs> like you know like i could i can accept all the fancy talk and everything when it's like let's run the country and you know be fast talking like we're making decisions on the fly but it's like you're running a fucking sports radio thing like that's so bullshit now <laughs> like i i think because like now it's like you're just inundated with 24 hours of four espn channels having to fill content of just like i don't know let's have an in-depth conversation about curling because gotta fill some time you know well, that's the sport of kings. Right. 
but yes, it's also a good movie. Um, uh, it's yeah, funny. I, wa- I watched it too. I uh, I did like it a lot. I didn't like it as much as other Sorkin things. It it's hampered by the th- same thing with Steve Jobs is hampered with, which right. is that it has to be based on something real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if I that feel like story he, I, seems to be missing like a third act. Like the 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 real story ends before like in a real movie shit would get real. Yes, it's like something happens and Molly is taken out of the story, and then the rest of the story happens while she's not doing anything. A little bit, and yeah. it's like, well, that's odd. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. I I just think unlike the Steve Jobs thing, which you know to me kind of falls in that like you know Ali camp, where it's like, all right, you know, like I get it, you casted everybody really well, it feels like the real thing, but what the fuck is the point of this? You know, or it's just like when it's all over, it's like, what was your message? Like, you just showed me a section or three sections of somebody's life and like it was over. At least this even being trapped around the idea of of a true life story. I felt like it still had a satisfying cinematic finale, even if it is just kind of like. Well, you know, this is all dumb. We should let her go. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, sorry, spoilers. It's real fucking life. But <laughs> it's an actual case. Yes. But anyway, yeah. I mean, say it, it's 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 held together with strong performances, basically. You know, like Idris Elba and I mean, Jessica Chastain herself is is doing a really good job, and even Kevin Kevin Costner. Like, I was having that conversation with Chuck, where like, why the fuck did the world decide they hated Kevin Costner? Like, I I don't I don't know what it was because like, with the exception of like his couple of box office bombs and you know his hubris getting the better of him, sort of, it's like he never stopped being a good actor, like. I was thinking back to like I was watching Road to Perdition. I was like, "What the fuck was that Kevin Costner in the in the car with the young kid movie where he like kidnapped the kid or whatever?" I was like, "It's Perfect World is the name of it." I looked it up. It's like mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood movie, but like he's fucking great in that. And I mean, it's like that's yeah. after the like we fucking hate Kevin Costner. He sucks and makes four hour long boring ass pieces of shit. You know, and it's just like it was dude, yeah, the Postman. It was the Postman and Waterworld where people were just like, "Wow, fuck you, guy." Yeah, I don't know. I just I, and I, I just like I don't really understand why. Fault. No, yeah. not he didn't make the movies. I but. actually like the well, Postman. He, I mean, that's that's one of I like, like the Postman. I too. like the Postman, even though it's like a weird, like sappy, you know, love song to <laughs> something that arguably doesn't need to exist or won't exist one day. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to push opinions on the post office, but. It's, We're almost to the point where well, we just need saying, a sappy love song. It's, it's <laughs> for clearly the post like office. you know, it's clearly having issues and you know all the other stuff. But yeah, yeah, uh, it is a weird thing to build your post-apocalyptic movie around. Is hey, let's start the post office, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like yeah, maybe they want water and power before they want fucking mail. I'm just nah, saying, like, give me that, give me that letter. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, communication. Look, it's and very then the important. bad guys are like, no, mail's stupid. Let's just say. Like, <laughs> There's no win condition in State of Decay for, like, starting the mail back up. <laughs> like, nobody gives a shit. They're getting letters from everybody that's probably dead, you know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, like, oh, the last thing, the last Jessica Chastain uh, carryover thing, it's really funny that I decided to watch this because of how much similarity it ended up having with uh, Molly's game. Was I watched Ava, uh, which I think came out last year. Um it just mostly because I was flipping through like the 4K offerings on Netflix, and that was one of the odd. This is not a Netflix movie or show that's in 4K, and I was like, "All right, you know, I generally like her in movies. Like, let's see what this is." And you know, ended up kind of liking it. I mean, she plays a assassin who's kind of like nearing the end of her career, like kind of having that like, "Am I can I still do this? Am I still like should I be out in the field or you know, do I still want to do this kind of thing?" And 
but the, the the commonality is like she's a recovering drug and alcohol addict in that as well <laughs> it's like it's just real ser- it's really strange because like that's such a central theme to both of those movies i mean she has like it's it, it really fucks with your brain like i'm saying if you're going to watch ava put some distance between it and molly's game unlike i did because like there's there are actually shots of her just like staring at liquor bottles like longingly <laughs> in that too and i swear it's in like both movies where it's just like several times it's like should i nah <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like it gets real confusing by the end but it's it's a solid movie like i i, I like these i like these movies like uh what was the other one jennifer garner's pep what was it peppermint like these yeah. mm-hmm. you know kick-ass lady roles like i mean i like it when it's like not like this, they're not you know, neither of those is played like oh look it's a lady doing shit it just is a lady doing shit you know what I mean? Like that's that's the difference. Like other than like occasionally like somebody would go like you know, girl, I'm not gonna fight you, and then she you know kicks her ass or whatever. But it's like the general tone of the movie is not like I feel like that's part of the problem with like Atomic Blonde or even um I don't Red think Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow, yeah. I mean it's just sort of like yeah, like th- this shouldn't be happening to a lady, and it's like this shouldn't be happening to anybody. Like <laughs> like you're missing the point here. Like I'm not you know, the whole equality thing is like, I should feel equally bad where this happening to anybody. You know, like, that's what I don't. It's it's like a faux female empowerment thing. It doesn't really work for me because it's like, if your story hinges on, look at what she overcame because she's a lady. It's like, no, just show me what she overcame, not because she's a lady, just because she's a badass. Like, yeah, that's where I, where I come from. It's like I, movies like that mm. where it's just like, that's not the plot point. It's just they happen to be a lady who kicks ass. So my two cents. But yeah, I liked it. It's 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 fun. And, you know, Colin Farrell's in it. He's good. John Malkovich is in it. He's good. Saying I like got both some people. those guys. Yeah. Colin Farrell continues that streak of like, yeah, put Colin Farrell in movies. He's generally <laughs> going to be good. He's, he's going to do what you want, whether it's like you need to like him or fucking hate him. Like, he's really good at either one of those. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just a solid, solid, I don't know, slightly better than a B movie. Like, I think it's got a little bit more to say than a standard B movie kind of thing, but. I enjoyed it. And now I will pass the mic because I've said enough. So, BJ. Yes. You've been watching some things? I have. I actually watched a couple of uh, a couple of Banffcast classics lately. Oh, um, classics. Yeah, some classics. Somehow I got uh, speed from uh, Banffcast favorite, The Apple, stuck in my head. And <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I don't remember where you go with this, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I thought, um, thought you were taking drugs. <laughs> Not somehow not, I got yeah. speed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had weekends like that, but <laughs> not speed uh, or speed, but speed, uh, speed from okay. the apple no. stuck in my head. And there's only one way to cure that, and that's just to watch the whole fucking movie, um, which I believe is on Amazon Prime. I think yeah. this is going to be an Amazon Prime hour uh, for me, but um, I could swear I had a a Blu-ray copy of the Apple. I thought I bought it. There's a Blu-ray out there, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, I thought I bought it when when it came out, but must not have. I mean, I know um, I finally broke down and bought the Blu-ray of Xanadu, despite the non-legalization of LSD, but I figured yeah. it's still time to own Xanadu on Blu-ray. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very important. Um, but, yeah, if you want to watch it, a movie that makes you feel like you're on drugs without having to actually do drugs... Please watch the Apple. It's on Amazon Prime. I should watch I've that since I, I missed that episode. I wasn't should, here for that one. You should watch the Apple. It is absolutely nutty. Um, I forget the um, 
the actor's name, but the guy who plays uh, Mr. Boogaloo uh, is just... He's just laying down a master class in being a campy villain in every way imaginable, and I love it. Vladik Scheibel. Sure. Is, that is sounds, the actor. That sounds right. Yep. Um, and it's... It's just nothing but religious allegory and campy dance numbers, campy dance slash music numbers presented in the most ludicrous way with also the most ludicrous non-ending in the entire history of film <laughs> uh, where, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, a man <laughs> comes out of the sky in a semi-transparent golden Cadillac um, and walks everyone who was in trouble off into the sky <laughs> end of the movie it's pretty wild credits <laughs> um yeah but that's also hmm. the ending of Greece one so did I mean, they well, walk well, I mean, into no, the uh, sky uh, uh, sandy and uh danny just drive off into the yeah, sky yeah they drive off into heaven yeah yeah that's why uh, while yes, waving at the... everybody it's just like all right yeah okay guess this is happening yeah, so I think all those people got murdered by Boogaloo's goons in the in the end of that movie, um, but as like as ridiculous as it is, the song still managed to be really. It's kind of like, and some people, if you if you for 30 seconds just suspend the fact that Rocky Horror Picture Show is a it's not a cult movie anymore it's a cultural phenomenon it's a thing that everybody loves um but that's a real dumb movie with some songs that are way better than they deserve to be for that movie um same thing with the apple the apple deserves to like <laughs> the apple deserves to be as well regarded i think as something uh, in the <laughs> sort of camp weirdo musical genre as um as rocky horror but it just it, nobody really knows about it I, for some reason my only counterpoint to that and obviously you you, you know you're you triggered me or something with the rocky horror reference but i will always say that like the difference to me with like rocky horror is it feels like it was written by a musician who knew how to write catchy songs the apple feels like it was written they were written by a jingle person because it feels like they're just designed to get the fuck in your head like i don't know that they're good songs but they get into your head hard like you know like you know i i can't like like co trying to conjure one right now like i can't mm -hmm. really like think of the words or anything but like the melody is just like like or earworming <laughs> into my head you know like yeah, it's yeah. still there <laughs> well the the apple song is pretty good um speed is uh definitely not about drugs uh I <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> there's no way it could be about drugs all she does is talk about how america needs to take a bunch of speed um no that song's definitely about drugs i was trying to think about <laughs> when i was watching it like i was like how am i gonna how can i talk about this like how can i come up with some like overblown allegory for what speed is about and no it's just about drugs um most of the best but, songs are you're not like you're not entirely wrong that they're very jingly, but they're way better than. I was saying way most songs the in the deserves. world, the best songs are about drugs. <laughs> like, well, just, no, I mean they're they're just like yeah. way better than the than oh. the movie deserves. Sure, because um, it's ridiculous. 
Chuck, I heard a sharp inhale. You had no, I just say. I no, I just I, f- I find it funny. I was just looking back at our ratings for the Apple and you were the lowest of the group. And now I'm the I'm the Apple and, champion of the group. Yeah, now yeah. you're out there like, hey man, I'm watching the Apple every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you keep the doctor away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's that, COVID time yeah. still. Gotta yeah, keep Jesus. the I forgot, yeah. I'm only just half watch, vaccinated. Just watch um, the Apple. <laughs> I think I probably have rewatched the Apple more times than any of the rest of you or either of the rest of you combined. But there's I could say that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> there's something like the songs get into my head and um like that stupid i'm coming song where it's just like they're just <laughs> singing i'm coming for six and a half minutes um which is a problem with that <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah. Uh-huh. six and a half minutes yes yeah, it's, it's it's quite the yeah i think sting did yeah. a cover of that <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. that sure beats my record um so sorry <laughs> But it's just, it's such a delight. It's so stupid. And the whole the whole dance sequence for the, the Apple song, or the whole scene, is... It's something you expect to have walked into a club in the, two, in the like late 90s, early 2000s, and, and seen just projected on a wall while there was a bunch of crazy dance music going on. Um, it's not anything you expect to exist outside of any space like that. But it, it's, it's there. Um, so later I I knew I was going to, I knew I was going to be watching Godzilla versus Kong. So I wanted to watch robot jocks, um, (laughs) because like, you know, giant things fighting each other is, uh, one of the best genres in, in film. And I, I don't know. I had gotten myself super hyped up in the last couple days for Godzilla versus Kong. So I was like, I'm going to watch Robot Jocks. And that way, if Godzilla versus Kong isn't what I wanted it to be, it to be at least I will have watched uh, Robot Jocks. And that's... Mm-hmm. Sure, that, yeah. <laughs> that's great. So um, uh, Robot Jocks is still like the greatest thing in, in the entire universe. <laughs> I love it. Um it's real good. Yeah, and you point out watching, everyone wears masks. Yeah, all the all the all the bleacher bums like who are going to see these these robot jocks or robo jocks as they're referred to many times in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, contrary to the title um, and the other parts of the movie. Um, yeah, the bleacher bums go out into the world and wear masks all the time, and they're like all everybody's wearing them. Um, so Smart. like if a bunch of losers in whatever year robot jocks is supposed to have taken place could do it then then you can do it too still <laughs> just hang on just a, a little while longer um i don't know what i can say about robot jocks that like we haven't already said it's just it's on amazon prime right now prime video it's a great transfer so if you don't have a blu-ray of it go watch it there go watch fucking robot jocks it's important um it is it is important it's vital in fact yes and this is not an option no yeah it in the words of fucking robot jocks (laughs) in the words of zodiac actually listening to us yeah yeah not fucking optional um also they do crash and burn way more times than i thought they did for some reason it's like they're greeting 
Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like a three or four times in the movie, but they do it like 15 times mm -hmm. at least, uh, which is glorious. It's awesome. Um, watch Robot Jocks. That is all. Yes. Yeah, and it That's was originally titled Robo Jocks, but yes. the producers changed it because they figured people would get confused with RoboCop. Mm -hmm. Or get sued. Oh, sure. Yeah, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's called the Shinnin. Um Yeah, it's it's weird because they refer to them as robot jocks and robo jocks in the mm -hmm. movie. So maybe the robots are the robot jocks, and the other and the people inside of them are the robo jocks. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think they're just the robots, but. I'm trying um, to create the Robot Jock cinematic universe. Okay, we've got to like mm -hmm. get fix this continuity. We got to like the, RC, the we gotta, RCU. We got to retcon mm -hmm. this. Yeah, RJCU. Well, don't don't worry. That'll probably unfortunately never happen. Mm -hmm. The closest mm -hmm. we I I think we will get for some time is uh, Pacific Rim. That's like well, there's more there's more no, Titan movies than there are Pacific Rims. Which we'll, we'll talk yeah. about in the, I guess that's what we're calling it, the Titan verse. I don't know, like, what the shared universe is. Did they ever give it a name, or they, or they, did they just learn the lesson, like, with the Universal Dark Universe when they were like, oh, we can't actually call it anything. People just tear it apart. I thought it was just the the Monster Verse. Monster Verse. Okay. Yeah, I thought it Something was like too. That. Yeah. But that's like the. Uh, I think that was eventually the direction that they wanted Robot Jocks, the Robot Jocks sequel to go, was for all of the robot jocks to team up and fight giant monsters. So I consider Pacific Rim its spiritual sequel, and I'm okay with that. And mm -hmm. we don't talk about Pacific Rim 2, really. It's fine. It's, just, it's <laughs> fine. Pacific Rim 2 is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the like thing. It needed to be more than fine. It's it's better than either of the quote-unquote sequels to Robot Jocks. So. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Robo Wars was <laughs> atrocious. We really don't speak about Robo War. No, I don't because I got too drunk and fell asleep and never <laughs> finished Robo War. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Yeah, and I couldn't tell you jack shit about Crash and Burn. Like, not one goddamn no. thing. It wasn't really. It was. Yeah, it was. Completely... It was just about people, and then they were like, "Hey, outside this diner, there's a robot jocks." Yeah, out yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it was set in that world. Yeah, it was like robot jocks guy den or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's that's all the news that I have to report from my movie watching world. Uh, I found out that um, how it's made is on Hulu. So no. yeah, so you're done. Yeah, you're I'm done. done. I, yeah. I really like the how it's made the video game one because it's from like 2002, and I think they're covering like one of the Prince of Persia games. Mm -hmm. Like video games are made by a group of people. You know, it's like, oh my god, you guys, this is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Like, you know, it works for like manufacturing things, but then when it's like things with actual creative input, yeah. like they do not know how to cover that. And I'm just like, absolutely not. I'm like, did the Canadian board request that you do a Ubisoft thing? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, Hulu calls the season that I'm on season 26. So yeah, there's a lot. You run, eventually run out of things to cover. Yeah, we, we used to we used to put that on like Jen needs the TV to go to sleep. And we always used mm -hmm. to put that on because the voice was never going to get raised. It was always mm -hmm. going to be a guy just kind of like, 
not really enthusiastically, but semi-enthusiastically yeah. talking about whatever the hell they're doing. Just enough lilt in his voice yep. to be interesting. Yep. I feel yeah, like, like their final episode should be like how 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 it's made is made. <laughs> like behind be. the scenes. I'm just yep. saying, like, if you want to do that, like save it for the real last episode. It's like, here's how we filmed this. <laughs> Just saying, if you're going to do a creative enterprise, mm-hmm. you know, at least you know all yeah. the facets of that. That's actually, I believe, Hopefully what the, they do. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Ruins Everything, that show, I don't think it's on anymore, but their last episode was basically ruining how they make an episode and then going over like all the errors that they uncovered that they'd made over the course of the series and that sort of stuff. So yeah. it's happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, before we get back to giant things, smashing things, I got only a couple movies. Uh, First one I watched was on Hulu. It's called Kid 90, which is Soleil Moon Fry put together all of her home videotapes that she made over like the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. And then eventually went back and watched them all. And she hadn't watched them. And she kept like phone recordings, all sorts of shit, basically. So it's kind of like this weird, heavily targeted Gen X nostalgia dose Basically, because it's like it, watching all this is just her and her friends just hanging out at parties, doing drugs and being stupid. And then, you know, she smartly intercuts it with her, like doing TV appearances where she's telling kids not to do drugs and all this other stuff. And then like they cut to, you know, someone's just firing up a snarl and bong and all that sort of shit. So <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, like snarl and bong. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's really weird because it's like all she did was hang out with like, you know, those early, those young, famous people. So it is just home video of all these people hanging out on couches and like doing road trips and, you know, just like doing dumb shit. Like, like it's basically it made me glad that my friends didn't have video cameras that followed all of us around in high school all the time because it would be this sort of shit and be like, man, we were really fucking stupid and we probably would have died a bunch of times. Wasn't she like best friends with uh, Sabrina, the witch girl? Like, I don't know at what point that started, but like... Yes, but they don't really talk to her. She only talks to a few people in modern day. Um, okay. Like Steven Dorff shows up a lot. Um, I was just wondering, like, did she go like say i'm going to make this thing you're going to show up in it <laughs> like she got releases from yeah. everyone like okay. young leonardo dicaprio's in it hmm. at certain points and he actually executive produced it so you know okay. whatever relationship she still has still exist and it's it's interesting it, like it jumps pretty quickly from her like you know meeting nancy reagan as a little punky brewster and you know it <laughs> transitions pretty quickly into you know her being a teenager and kind of not being cast in anything more because uh, she grew to like double E boobs in like a year and said suddenly like, you know, she, (laughs) it basically kept her from getting cast in anything. And then she mentioned had surgery and they cover that stuff, but it just becomes like, did they talk about pumpkin head too? Yes. They (laughs) do have clips of her in pumpkin head too. Cool. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. How she had to, you know, take whatever she could get and that sort of stuff. And, it's like, it's one of those that she doesn't know where to go with it. Like they're like early on the editing, the music choices, all that shit is just so spot on. And it's a lot, it reminded me a lot of, uh, of, um, 
uh, what is the fucking the Danger Park one? The the oh, documentary Action, action, action Park, or, yeah, or, or, whatever uh, the class name. Class Action it, Park was the name. Of the class show. Action Park, yeah. yeah. Like it reminded me a lot of that, where it's like the footage you have is so good and so compelling that it's like, all right, uh, just about anybody can put this together, and you're going to be like, yeah, this is interesting shit. But the problem is, then she kind of like doesn't know what it wants to be by the end of it, because then it's kind of like, yeah, and then we all came through it, and you know, we were better people, you know, it's kind of like we got over the drugs and we, you know, and it, it's, and there's no footage of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is there's like, it, it's, it's kind of, it's, it gets dark because it's like, okay. And then this person committed suicide and then, yeah, we all love this guy. And then he committed suicide and it's like, holy shit, like all these people, you know, committed suicide. <laughs> and you know, it's like, and then they show her like hanging out with the cast of kids, uh, which I had not thought about that movie kids in ages. Oh, holy shit. But like, yeah, like the skateboard dudes from it, like and, oh. and Casper, the main, one of the main guys, like apparently she was best friends with them in college in New York city in the mid nineties. And they just like all lived in a shitty apartment, hanging out, doing drugs and whatever all the time. So it's, it's weird seeing shit like that. But like, and then, uh, the two that were in the movie both committed suicide and it's like, Jesus Christ, like how do you know this many people that have, that have, that have committed suicide, you know? So it's kind of, it gets into a lot of that realm and how, you know, they all kind of had to deal with it, but I don't think it really, it can't really find a conclusion, which is the problem. And the modern footage isn't really all that compelling. You know, the interviews that she does, it is interesting. There, there's like some stuff with uh, Mark Paul Gosler where he talks about how that footage is really cool because that was before they all clicked in to like, Oh, there's a camera. What am I doing right now? Which is like how their lives are now. Like if they ever hear a camera, they're just like, fuck, what was I doing? What was I just doing then? Because everyone everywhere is on a camera and it's going to be out on the internet in like a minute. Well, and what the hell is he worried about? He can just go time out and stop it whenever he needs to. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's one of the few interesting things they don't totally explore, like how that this all this footage is just them like literally just not on, you know, because like whenever you meet famous people, they're either like, fuck you, get away from me, or they're like, they click in and they're like, yeah, I'm on, I got to be entertaining, you know, and it's like, this is them actually being normal people, which is why so much of that old footage is really compelling is because it's before they all kind of shifted into that mode. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's only an hour and like 15 minutes long, but I think it just kind of, it's one of those that it needed to, I don't think she should have been the one to direct it, honestly, because she's too close to it. And I don't think that, and even though she's very open about a lot of things like losing her virginity to Charlie Sheen and shit like that, it's like, we don't like, I just feel like someone else probably should have taken the reins and been like, all right, listen, here's how we need to shape this. Because I just don't think it ever forms into a thing that works totally. But again, it's like Class Action Park where it's like the footage is so good. It's like, yeah, I want to see this shit. So that's about all I can say about it. Uh, Aside from that, uh, nostalgia. I watched The World's End again because, you know, I kind of went down that that Edgar Wright journey. uh, The ones with Bill Pope. I wanted to watch another Bill Pope movie as well, so. Watch that one with Jen. And I had forgotten how long that movie takes to get into the crazy shit. Cause it's a good, like almost hour in before it finally shifts into, 
okay, here's what's going on. And I find that once it does that, it's a lot less compelling movie than what it is in that first hour when it's basically just like four dudes who have figured out their lives and they're all dealing with the one friend who just never did and is just actively trying to be a teenager still and them calling him out on it and trying to figure out what exactly they're going to do with him. (laughs) That stuff's more interesting than when they get into all the fight scenes and stuff, because the fight scenes are all the same in that movie. And I don't like that at all, but there's nothing that really differentiates any one of the bar fights from any of the other ones that are later in the movie. And it's just kind of a bummer to watch because it's like, Oh, they're going to start fighting again. Aren't they? You know? And I, that should not be my reaction in that type of movie. It shouldn't be like, Oh man, I guess we got to do an action scene again. You know, (laughs) that like that, it just feels wrong, but it's still, I, I really appreciate where that movie's going. And it's weird that it has such a simultaneously optimistic view of humanity and super pessimistic view of humanity at the same time. Like, like it, it, I would love to just talk to Edgar Wright and be like, what were you going for? Like, how do you feel about it? And I feel like it would depend on what day I ask him what answer he'd give me. But I enjoy that there's a lot there to chew on, but I still feel like it's among the weaker of his because it just, that first hour is super, super solid. And then it just kind of falls apart because they're all getting intensely drunk as the movie goes on. And it just kind of like, I feel like, again, much like the other movie, it just kind of loses his way and doesn't quite get there in the end. But I still like it a lot. That's for sure. And yeah, it's easily my, my least of. I I hate to like, you know, assume something, but I also feel like maybe that was a time that like uh, Nick Frost and uh, Simon Pegg were like maybe succumbing to stardom a little bit. Kind of talking about what you were just talking about, like people yeah. starting to realize their place in the world. I, I think it felt less natural than it had felt in the previous team ups. Yeah. You know, so it was like, Oh, we got to do this again. People expect a, a certain level of thing from us or something. I feel like it was just like, here we go again. And it's just like, yeah, that's why the third thing always sucks is it's like, you're, people are usually fucking tired of doing it by then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just, I'm just wondering if well, like they, a little bit of that crept in. Have they also done Paul before this? That's after. Is it, yeah, is it after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I think like they were maybe starting to get talks for things like that or something, you know, like maybe starting to get offers of like, hey, it's a new comedy team, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it, there's it's definitely a very different dynamic than the other two movies for sure, mm-hmm. because, you know, through so much of it, Nick Frost wants nothing to do with Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah, they're definitely like not the really the best friends in that. It's more him and uh, what's his face, right? Isn't it like the one guy's kind of a little more sympathetic to him, the uh Patty Constantine, right? Isn't he like yeah. the one that's like kind of like, well, it's kind give of him a chance. He's, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, Nick Frost's character definitely has a reason for hating him, but he was like the best friend early on. And then eventually they explain why they're not anymore, why they're basically not friends at all. But yeah, I mean, the other two are kind of like, uh, you know, I think it's more like the other guys are just like, I don't want to rock the boat with this. It, less than, you know, being super sympathetic towards him because they all like when he shows up they're all kind of like hey buddy fuck you doing here (laughs) so but yeah it feels very much like one of those things that's targeted at a 
very specific age group and not just the age group, but like the age group at that time period as well. So I don't know how well that movie works for people that aren't in that, in that zone of, you know, of life experience, so to speak. I have, I forget. I have one more quick Titan oh. thing to talk about before we talk about other Titans. Okay. Uh, I have to talk about a Titan Tighten music. Uh, uh, watch a documentary, a uh, biopic, if you will. That new Tina mm. documentary on HBO is fucking great. I, that's a really well done documentary. Like I, I, I loved it. Like, I mean, it's, it's very rare for me to like walk away from a documentary and be like, that's a five-star movie. And that was, that was one for me. Cause it was just like, I was just saying that I don't like things that are just like, and this is what happens. And blah. you know, like, I mm. feel like this has a very interesting question. It's asking at the end of like, you know, so many things, you know, you watch fame documentaries and it's like, Oh, isn't fame awful. You just can't be yourself. And yes, I, I, I get it. You know, also like I've said in the past, go cry yourself to sleep on your huge pile of money. You know, like you could walk away, but mm-hmm. this does a very interesting job of like somebody that was just like, thrust into fame suddenly became famous was in a shitty situation but then was like i i I like everything about what i'm doing except for the shitty situation i want to keep doing it and then kind of like coming to this realization of like okay i i've done it i've made it like when do i want to walk away and how do i want to walk away kind of thing and it's Mm -hmm. it's just it's just interesting because it like it, it runs this really interesting dynamic of like how much does the entertainer want to give to the world versus what the world expects and maybe wants too much of I just think it's 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 a it's got a point to it unlike a lot so many other ones where it's just like mm-hmm. fame sucks am I right yeah it's like I don't I'm sorry can't relate yeah. <laughs> what's the name of it it's just called Tina it's just it's, it's Tina, Tina Turner's story yeah mm. yeah uh, did they cover her recording a certainly song for a certain James Bond movie at any point. No, actually, they don't talk Aww. about her doing Goldeneye. They, they, I mean, they, they have a section under like doing Mad Max, you know, okay, and stuff. But well, yeah. yeah, she was in Mad Max, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but yeah, they don't really go that far. I mean, I think just by that time they were like, the the movie kind of gets to about mid eighties and be like, fuck, she made it. Like you know, it's kind of like <laughs> clearly she's here. Like it it happened. You know, like we don't. You know, the only thing it really touches on like after she clearly hits fame with like what's love got to do with it and stuff like that and beyond. It's mm-hmm. just like okay like fucking stop asking her about ike turner you pieces of shit like the information is, was clearly out there in 1981 and all these like fucking talking head bullshit assholes are just like and what is it with ike and tina am i right and it's just like fuck you like the whole fucking story was told in like 1979 like it was out there like she got divorced and or 81 i think was the people magazine thing where it was like it actually got exposed. But I mean, it was like, she'd been divorced and shit. It's like, you can look this up. It's do a little fucking research and maybe don't like <laughs> ask the person about their fucking horrible abuser of many, many, many years. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, like I just, you just want to reach in the screen and be like fucking shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, there's a shit where it's like, you could just see like her, you know, it's, it's amazing. She can sing anymore. She's biting her tongue so much. Cause she always wanted to be like happy and, you know, never like, you know, if you don't think, have anything mm. nice to say, I think she was like raised that way. You know, it was like it was always smile and talk about a thing when you're on camera, but it was like it was clearly like fuck you for. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes, let's talk about true, actually huge giant titans. Mm. Can we take a quick break first, please? Sure. Great. We'll take a quick break.
right. Well, I guess we had a break. We haven't done a break in a while, so this hey. feels interesting. Hey, Bevcast, second half. Hey, half <laughs> number two. It's still a motherfucking video game. No, nope. no, no, wrong one, child. But we are going to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. I think we'll. Uh, we kind of said all we need to say at the beginning. That's not spoilery, which is to say, go watch it. Um, yeah. Yes. Last thing I want to say before we go into full spoiler territories. Was it you, BJ, who's not seen King of the Monsters and watched this? Correct. Or, what about you, Mackie? Have you seen them all? I Yes, I've seen them all. I okay. honest, I watched King of the Monsters on a plane. Okay. So I don't remember a lot about King of the Monsters. Even if it was an unedited version, it was on a little screen. And sure. I, Probably not I the remember... way to experience it. No, the best way to watch it. I remember Millie it's Bobby like Zach, Brown on your the Zack Snyder version of... <laughs> yes. I remember, no, it, it is in widescreen as well. Like that, oh. But yeah, it was a long flight. But yes, I have seen it. I did not remember anything except, oh yeah, Millie Bobby Brown was in that. And so was, uh, Kyle was it Kyle Chandler, the yeah. coach from Friday Night Lights? So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Her mom was Vera Farmiga, but she... Yeah, she, she gone. Yeah. I, I do remember that as well. But yeah, and that uh, Godzilla became king of the monsters by defeating all the other monsters. And yes. there was a woolly mammoth. Yeah, which he never fought, but it was there. Yes. Yeah. that's Those are the things I remember from that movie. And that there was a lot of Godzilla as opposed to 2014's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. There was which... also, like, I would say there was an equal amount of Godzilla to 2014's Godzilla as there was King Kong in Kong Skull Island to Peter Jackson's King Kong. Like, I seem to remember Peter Jackson, King Kong, being a whole lot of movie with not that much Kong. Like, I mean, I, fair, fair, I remember, seem to remember it being like three hours long and Kong's in maybe yeah. the last hour. I remember it being <laughs> a whole lot of movie. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. But I don't, that's not even like, is that part of the shared, this universe no. or is Kong Skull Island a oh, total no, reboot? No, Skull Island's part of this one. But King Kong No, 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 is no I know Skull Island. Peter Jackson's like, King Peter Kong Jackson's is not Kong connected. Because, I mean, not related. It, it could be. Because that was could also be. that was a period piece thing, like and I mean so it's Kong Skull Island. It's just like that could different have been... studio. Yeah. Oh, all right. So not connected. Fine. No. Nope. So no references. But not that there's really any carryover in this besides Millie Bobby Brown and Kyle Chandler showing up for maybe a minute or two. Yeah, I feel like they like, explained hey, everything that you would need to know about either of them. Yeah, I mean, was as Chuck pointed out, I guess. King of the Monsters did rather poorly, so they pretty much jettisoned everything from that as far as continuity, because... They were trying to build this whole connected monarch story. Yeah, which I was kind of... barely... I was kind of in for, and then it's like... I was like... I don't know why. I'm just... I'm I'm a little disappointed by that. I'm not disappointed by the movie in general. It's just Mm -hmm. like... I guess I'm one of the weird people that likes things having a connective tissue like that. Like... Like when I realized, like I I did the homework. I, I went back and watched 2014's Godzilla because I had not done that since 2014, I think. And I watched King of the Monsters. I had seen Skull Island fairly recently, so I skipped that. But um, yeah, I was just like I was really picking up on like shit I hadn't really thought that they realized that they thought out before. And like, oh, Corey Hawkins in this one in in Skull Island becomes the Doctor guy who's you know because it's in the 70s. It's like early mm-hmm. 70s and then you know he's joe morton with like grown up you know and it's like okay that's cool and that's the same character and you know they brought kurosawa or whatever his name was sarah 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 what the hell is his name sarah zawa sarah zawa thank you i was gonna mm-hmm. get there obviously not kurosawa i know that but <laughs> but anyway i'm just like they brought they did all these like nice connective things and you know bringing everybody back even in small roles you know and stuff and yeah and then it's just like nah nah 
that doesn't matter. You're here for monsters fighting, right? Which is fine. Like I said, it's yeah. just it's a little disappointing because it, it just feels like it feels like there there was no budgetary reason to jettison all that. I mean, maybe other than mm-hmm. like casting another person or two, but you also like casted fairly sizable names in no reason roles anyway. Yeah, like, Lance like, Reddick like, like, is like, in yeah, it like, for literally ten seconds, yeah. and he says, "Hey, they went to Hong Kong." Mm-hmm. And Kyle and Chandler like, hey, says, that's Lance "Cool, Reddick. thanks. Yeah. You're Lance Reddick." And he goes. And he doesn't even respond because he only had one line. Because <laughs> they've cut away. Yes, mm-hmm. they've already cut away from Lance Reddick. Yes. Yeah. But I, I guess like when you talk about movies that have studio interference, this feels like one in a lot of ways. But it also feels like the best possible scenario when that happens. Because I feel like they didn't fuck up anything that we came there to see. No. You know, because like, I mean the way I look at it, I could nitpick the shit out of so many things in this movie. But then I remember this is a movie where a giant lizard fights a giant gorilla and fucking wrecks Hong Kong. That's coated in neon. So as soon as you start nitpicking, you know what? Fuck yourself because that's not what we're here for. Well, I'm, and, guess, I'm and, and this I movie guess, delivers. So no, but, I but I mean, like, fuck myself. no, yeah. but I'm, but I'm saying like, you know, if you're like, well, wait, how, how does the hollow world work? You know, like any, like how hollow earth stuff happen? You know, like, fuck you. Who cares? Sure. Like, I, like giant I said, things <laughs> fighting each other. The only yes. thing, but for no, I mean, I, I understand where fl- you're coming from. Yeah. What you're saying is like, they set up all these things that they never right. followed through on. Yes. And I, mean, I feel fact, like to, to the point that like, I didn't realize the one dude was supposed to be the guy's son. Yeah. Like I ne- never, I never even I caught that. I name didn't know it until it came up in the discord. Did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. No idea. It's just like, really? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that would have been a little nicer to point that out a little more, you know, explicitly. Cause I didn't yeah. catch that at all. Yeah. And, and Wait, someone who was supposed to be whose son, the, the guy the, who was the piloting guy. <laughs> the Mecca was supposed was, to be Surizawa's son. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's no, fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who Surizawa is anyway. Well, you, so. you he's, he's the let them fight guy. Yes. Okay. He hasn't seen that. Well, you saw the first Godzilla, right? The the 2014 one? Not the first Godzilla, the first in this. Oh, yeah. I have seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. He's the <laughs> He's let them fight too. guy. Yeah. He says, let them fight. Okay. He will forever he be known for let them fight. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But, but anyway, but like, you know, it feels like the same thing with, as someone pointed out in the Discord, the Predator, where it's like, you cast Jake Busey and then you didn't reference the fact that he's Gary Busey's son. Like, like it's that exact same thing where it's like, yeah, we did this thing. And the, and this one, the character is named specifically that. And it's like, okay, yeah. that's who that was. And nobody acknowledged it in any way or anything. And oh, that's yeah, kind of, it's possible. They didn't say it in the movie and it was only in the credits. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe why I had no clue. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. clearly not one of those people. Well, who was just like, Oh, he's Asian. He must be that guy's son. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and the same thing, <laughs> the same thing with a uh, scientist guy. I don't even know his name, but the one yeah. they come to, they recruit to lead the mission. They have a whole story about his brother and how he got there. And then the gravity shifted and he got crushed. And it's like, man, I don't remember that from the from King of the Monsters. And it's like, no, that didn't happen in King of the Monsters. That didn't happen at all. Yeah. yeah. That's just, it's a thing that That's happened just a between thing that movies. To make this man sad. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> Which was unnecessary. Like, it, it's her, that's what I mean. It's just like, it feels like, I guess that's what is annoying. I, I feel like that's what, I hate, I'm not putting this on the same level, but it's what so many people, I think, have trained themselves to think when they see 
things larger than humans fighting each other on screen is the Michael Bay Transformers movies have ruined our brains where it's like when there are, well, even when there's tribal tattoos, sentient tribal tattoos fighting each other mm-hmm. on screen, it's not going to make a lot of sense, but it's going to make even less sense when the humans are babbling about whatever thing. And that's mm-hmm. just like, hurry up and get the fuck back to the Transformers fighting. So I think there's like a certain part of the market that is just like, when people are talking in these movies, it is going to make no sense. So blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying this one is as bad. I just, it's, it's very annoying because if you're paying any attention to the human parts, which considering 60% or more of the movie still is probably closer to 80. It's like, why, you know, I know that our brains couldn't handle two hours of monkey versus, you know, lizard, but speak for yourself. Maybe your brain. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I, you know, nobody would go for that. If like, there was like never any word said and it was just like, okay, fight Mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. If if you're going to waste our time with the humans and you've like, kind of sort of started setting up this like Marvel-esque intertwining thing, it doesn't fucking cost you anymore to keep going with it. Like it literally just keep doing it. Like it's, it's weird. This does kind of feel like a, okay, we're done. Yeah. Because like, there's not even a after credit scene or any kind Mm -hmm. of like, uh Oh, this is looming. You know, even King of the monsters had the tease for Godzilla versus Kong in it. Mm -hmm. And this is just like, well, we have no idea if this is going to make money, so um, we're not going to bother setting up a story. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, fucking bringing in Mechagodzilla as like the secret hidden villain is kind of like, oh yeah, we're just getting it all in now because we're probably going to be able to do this again. <laughs> I, I just yeah. like, I yeah, have, we're not getting to space Godzilla. That's just I, not going to happen. I know the toy spoiled it for a lot of people, but yeah, I forgot about the toy completely. Oh, I had no idea. Except and for, then like, all of a sudden there's fucking mecha godzilla and i'm like holy shit somebody I, convinced them to give them a 200 million dollar budget <laughs> to fucking put mecha godzilla on goddamn screen mm-hmm. as the I, big bad it's weird i guess we I, should I, say we're fully into spoilers oh, yeah, right anyway, whatever. now yeah, sorry. uh so ding yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I, I i didn't click any of the funko links or anything mm-hmm. I, I muted the spoiler channel for you know people speculating on it i I was not thinking Mechagodzilla even in the slightest, honestly. And, and mm-hmm. then, like, for some reason, it was, like, the fifth time they said Apex, and then, like, they went to that place, and I was just like, there's fucking Mechagodzilla in here, isn't there? Like, <laughs> I don't know why. It wasn't in my head at all. It was just, like, there was a certain, like, I don't know, slight tipping in the hand a couple of scenes earlier where I was just like, they're fucking doing this, aren't they? <laughs> well... I was fully aware of Mechagodzilla because in another Discord I'm I'm in, they're like, oh, here's literally all the links to all the, you know, all the toy spoilers. Let's talk about it in the open. They, Those are toilers, by the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> they have, you know, n- no respect. Um, <laughs> they just work all day. <laughs> yeah. The toilers. Um, but... Yeah, so I I was well aware of Mechagodzilla's presence in this, and I was like, yeah, that obviously he's going to be the big bad that that fights uh, that they have to team up and fight, mm-hmm. um, or he'll be the good guy. I don't know. Who cares? I just knew he was going to be there, but still, the fucking reveal of Mechagodzilla was awesome. Um, they just gave so much time and effort and love into showing you like how big and badass Mechagodzilla is. I f- 
if I have a gripe with this, I feel like Mechagodzilla kind of got punked, but um, and in a couple stupid ways, like yeah. But the thing about a giant robot Godzilla is that you can build another one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like, well, can they though? Because it also they were like drifting with King Ghidorah's head or something, and he was uniquely served by having the psychic link that's, from his multi heads. And that's stuff. why you need two people to drift. <laughs> well, there are also. It, if you try to drift with one dude and one geeter, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna get fucking wrecked. You can't, you can't geeter done. <laughs> yeah, they need um, what was the three armed? Um, my wife. <laughs> no, what was the the three armed robot in Pacific Rim? What was that one? Uh, Crimson Typhoon. Crimson Typhoon. Yeah. Yeah, they need a Crimson Typhoon sort of thing where they got three, they got all three geeter heads and three uh, drift capable people. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that because yeah. it's the Asian robot out of Pacific Rim? Is <laughs> no, no, he's I'm fucking just with three. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, we're doing know, the three I thing. Yeah. I know, I know, I'm fucking with. It's you. just coincidence. Yes. Um, I I did wonder why they didn't have three Ghidorah heads or something, or at least acknowledge the fact that there well, were two a, others. You gotta have a backup Ghidorah head. <laughs> just like keep them in yeah. the cooler, and just like in case one of your other heads breaks. Right. Yeah. So maybe 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 it'll be. Uh, Godzilla and Kong versus Mecha King Ghidorah in the next one. Actually, no, thinking thing, about it, I think I think Godzilla they, ripped one of Ghidorah's heads off, specifically yeah. and like chucked it into the ocean. Or well, yes. I mean, they could go get it. Clearly, they can go anywhere they need to. And they get had anything. one in Pensacola, so I know what I'm saying. Like they probably <laughs> have it, even if Godzilla squished it or whatever. I don't know. Man, Pensacola getting represented in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why did they pick Pensacola? Like, does the Pensacola Department of Film there? give them $200 million? They're like, hey, please come destroy Pensacola. <laughs> I think they just pick random, like, military cities where people are like, yeah, they probably have that there. I heard they yeah. have, like, military things there, so they probably have a big, giant hyper. Has anybody here. heard of Pensacola? Wings of gold, baby. That was <laughs> like, a fucking that's... national show, man. It was a national show. <laughs> I yelled that out when planes appeared in Pensacola to fight Godzilla. I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, wings ago. I did, I did too. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that audibly too because I'm also a fucking idiot. <laughs> I did the same thing. Ours up, wings ago. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Half of the Bamcast is stupid. We know this. Yeah, we're dumb. Yeah. At least. Um, Small gripes, like these are these are just this is just movie gripes in general. Like airplanes in uh, crazy disaster movies fly way too close to whatever the disaster thing is, <laughs> and I know it's because you have to fly those planes close so that Godzilla can swat those fucking things out of the air and make a giant explosion and make it look awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, I like the. One I'm glad they did because he- in the real world you would never see those planes. They'd be like. Five miles away, firing missiles, and would mm-hmm. never even come close to uh, Godzilla. I know if I was a fighter pilot, I would keep my plane far, far away from the thrashing evil tail of uh, the King of the Monsters. I mean, the planes but. are one thing; the boats are what bother me because planes can get out of the way real fast. Big giant destroyers and shit <laughs> don't turn quick, <laughs> like not real quick, or they don't yeah, stop real I- quick or turn real quick, and yeah. I don't. Well, that's the thing that, that even if they were far away, they don't sure. have a chance. Uh, you know, when the king of the monsters is swimming for you, mm-hmm. 
you can't. My God, that's Godzilla's music. <laughs> well, that's why they were avoiding areas he was in. I thought it was a real bad idea to put all the important characters who were central to the plot on the same boat with King Kong, uh, which is most likely the boat that's going to get fucked up. <laughs> Well, yeah, but then, you know, like there needed to be a small support staff to, to pilot that boat. And that's it. The main characters did not need to be on that boat. They should have been in a helicopter or something way out of the yes. way. Yeah. But just like he's going to wake up and he's going to fuck this boat up. <laughs> but then yeah, they can't I, put them in, in mortal peril when the right. when the plot calls for it. So I, yes. I know it's like, you know, whatever they they jettison the last movie. But like they had their fucking like giant stealth bomber, like, you know, helicarrier. <laughs> Thing you know, I'm just saying. Like we were talking about a uh, uh, monarch that had, you know, fucking shield money. You know, I'm just saying. Like they had this like flying wing fortress thing that was huge, and I don't know. It's just like best you could do is a cargo ship and some chains. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just like why you know why didn't I'm just saying why didn't they start with like some crazy skyhook thing to begin with? You know, it's like hey, well you know, they God's- spent all their money on that holodeck for Skull Island to make Kong mm. think it was sunny out. Sure, I suppose yeah. <laughs> But just, at also, some point, at some point in the past, the storms came. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just, well, I mean, like, it, yeah, I would also, feel like you would go for the skyhook method first, especially with an aquatic lizard, sw- you know, swimming around yes. that could come up at any point in time. Yes. I'm just thinking, well, maybe, maybe boats not your first choice. Okay, for practical purposes, like <laughs> airplanes consume a lot of fuel, helicopters mm-hmm. especially consume a lot of fuel when you're doing your giant like 45 helicopter sky crane thing. Right. Helicopters are notoriously difficult to refuel midair. Well, if you get Kong killed and wait around long enough, you'll have more fuel. <laughs> uh, we don't have that kind of time. Okay. And they also were really <laughs> sure that they could boat around the the areas of influence. So uh, that that was a mistake. But yeah, I just want to point out there was I like that the one pilot has that like, I'm going to escape moment in his F-22. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like, Kong nope. picked up his plane and threw it at Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not. He did eject at least. At least he had the yes. presence of mind to eject. So he did. There's one person that didn't die that should have. Yes, millions died in this film. <laughs> oh yeah, millions of people just fucking died. Yeah, I, 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 I did want to, but like somehow Chuck's Avengers gripe popped in my head where I was just like. <laughs> Jesus Christ like especially because wasn't there one shot where they're just like or maybe that's in the last movie there's one shot where there's just people literally like still working in their office which is like yes the most that was the first one yeah. okay yeah but, but that this was one also too. but yeah. yeah but I'm just but like the that's, first the, one, that's the like, most believable corporate thing I've ever seen where it's just yes. like get back to work don't act like you've never seen a fucking kaiju battle <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah both the first one and this one just had people just working just like oh yeah. shit <laughs> I did like Monsters that, outside. that in the existence of this world, they had Titan shelters. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah. I mean, as I was watching that, I couldn't help but have a little bit of the Avengers gripe of like, Jesus Christ, he's literally <laughs> just picking himself up and probably murdered 50,000 people just by leaning on this you know, skyscraper and knocking it over. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. They have they have drawn they have CG'd casual shots of them just kind of stumbling a bit and taking a chunk out of a building just right. there are all these casual moments like i'm going to use the skyscraper to pick myself up oh that building's wrecked you know it's yeah. like that's what that's I mean. an I... 80 story building <laughs> again like i said didn't that cloud it i just every once in a while i found my brain going like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. boy <laughs> i just have to say like before we get too much farther like for any of the nitpicks 
that I've made or that you guys have made. I fucking loved this. I had a blast watching it. Like, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. We're just talking about the dumb shit. Yeah, this is honestly, this is the most fun I've had with a movie like this since Pacific Rim. Yeah. Um, I mean, the action scenes are are on par with those mm -hmm. as far as like big shit battling each other in the middle of a city. They're excellent. I still think Pacific Rim's uh, detail, despite it being that much an older movie, is still a little higher. Because, I mean, I'm just saying from a, like, let's watch this as a showcase of 4K. Don't get me wrong, the Hong Kong fighting this is spectacular, and I would recommend it on anybody to show off their new HDR TV and yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. But, like, I still think Pacific Rim, like, is just the king as far as, like, the the level of detail in that movie is just absolutely insane. Like, when you can blow that up and just, like, all of the moving gears and stuff and all the Jaegers. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but anyway, like 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 I said, this this still is like amazing looking, especially the the crazy Hong Kong battle, which is like the showpiece well, of this movie, really. Yeah, nobody nobody hits anyone with a with a cargo ship yeah, in no. this movie. So no, Sadly. but he does wield a helicopter landing pad as at one point in time. He picks that up off the top of a building. <laughs> he and does wax Godzilla with it, or no? He uses I, it as no, a shield. He uses it as yes, a shield. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, he Captain America's him. He shields him, and yeah. then he's like fling. <laughs> Yeah. I appreciate how many times their fight would have been over by Godzilla just unleashing his atomic fire on him and Kong knowing every single time how to block it. Like mm-hmm. every single time. He's like, oh, it's coming. And he's just like, nah, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to I'm going to jerk your head like this. I'm going to stuff this axe down your throat like he did with the tree and the gift yeah. that everyone's seen a million mm-hmm. times. I mean. Well, like, I mean, to be fair. Godzilla telegraphs that thing every fucking time. Oh sure, well you gotta so, charge it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like a sneeze, you know. You yeah, got, yeah. Everyone knows you're about to sneeze. Yeah. Right. It's like oh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh but man. There's, like you know, because there's all kinds of like weird body mods that people do. I mean, tattoos being the most basic, into like you know branding and stuff like that. Can uh-huh. I actually hook it up so I can have like Godzilla fins that light up when I'm about to sneeze? Because <laughs> I would do that. That is something. Could, sign, yeah. sign me the fuck up for mm-hmm. that. Like if I'm like, he's ah, like, I would do that. Yeah, I'll I, see what I can do. Yeah, I, I would support that. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I but. think it was you, Chuck, that pointed out that they just tron the fuck out of everything. Yes, like like any sort of any technical area with computers or anything. They're like, no, this is tron. Someone told them about HDR and they were like, you know what? This thing is going to fucking pop in HDR everything because like even like the computer graphics on screens were purple and Mm -hmm. bright as shit. And, you know, everything's lit with like blue neon tubes and, you know, the the Geter ahead like is just this pink neon nightmare that a dude is just sitting in. You know, it's they it's it's weird. They it's. I've seen a lot of people ding it for that and ding it for the score, but holy shit, man, give me just neon and synth and that's mm-hmm. the best. Just like movies yeah. don't do that anymore. I'm going to ding this... the score too. I'm going to yeah. ding the score only because like they kept cre- creeping around the Godzilla theme and it was pissing me off. And I don't understand because it's all over King of the Monsters. Like every three seconds, I'm like, burm, burm, burm. You know, it's just like, okay. It's yeah. it's weird. And then when they do it, it's one note off, which right. doesn't make a lot of sense. That's, I was that's like, pretty strange. I was but like, whatever. The thing that needs to happen, the thing like that will make me happy, because they, they went into the credits of the last one with the cover of the you know, Blue <laughs> right. Oyster Cult version. I was like, I want the Feral March. You know, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want I want that to fucking like if that had kicked off the fight, I would have shit myself and declared this the greatest movie ever made. Like, I actually would have shit myself if like those notes had happened and then you know it started with that baseline afterwards and then the fight started. I would be like, I would flip up all the tables and be like, I'm done. I'm never seeing another movie again. What song is this that you the, wanted? Uh, uh, fuck, Simon says right. Is the you know yeah yeah. Simon's Pharaoh March, Pharaoh Munch. It's actually M O N C H. Yeah, don't know huh. it. Yeah. You don't know that? No. Like, okay. I'd probably have to hear it and then I'd know. Who it, is but... it by? By whom Pharaoh is it? Pharaoh Munch. It's, it's the dude's name. I, it's M O N C H. Sorry, we're not cultured I enough. Know. <laughs> I know Simon says. I mean, fuck. I think. Oh, this like... is a rap. Yes, uh, it is a rap. Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is that rap. <laughs> that rap. I mean, I know they would have had to edit it or whatever. I didn't mm-hmm. even need the words. I'm just saying, like, if it had, it had stuck, you know, gone in from like the Godzilla theme into the instrumental version of that, and they started fighting, that would have been fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Especially I mean, like, like I said, they played with other themes of the genre. Yeah. yeah, but dude, the the two big fights in this movie are top notch shit, and they're inventive in different ways than I was expecting as well, and. I love the way they film all of it. You know, it, it's like they show the action as much as possible in the best possible ways. And, you know, it, which is the huge complaint I had about Godzilla 2014 was they're just like, no, we're not going to show you much action until the very end. And here they're like, no, here, man, here you go, dude. <laughs> you 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 waited for it. Here, here it comes. Yeah, I almost thought they started it with action too early with the Pensacola thing. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, hey, we're having a day in Pensacola. Oh, shit, Godzilla's here. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, <laughs> pace yourselves, guys. <laughs> Let's not do this so quickly. But then, you know, whatever. Yeah, We had to get right away to, uh-oh, Godzilla's evil now. We got to, mm-hmm. what's up with that? <laughs> Godzilla's not like, evil. He's just mad. Like, yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate nice. that there was no question of, of like, why did Godzilla do this? You know, <laughs> they're like this weird cybernetics laboratory in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why would, why would Godzilla do this yeah. to our big, beautiful, innocent cybernetics? Yeah, company? I love that they make a huge deal out to it. And they're like, eight people died. And it's like, eight <laughs> yeah. people, you guys got off light. Right. <laughs> like, fuck. They killed made... a million people yeah. in the last fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I, I just wondered like, what is it that Adam Wingard did for them to go, all right, man, how about you make a Godzilla versus King Kong movie? Because it's like you made a bunch of horror movies before this, basically. I mean, the guest, the guest, there's there's aspects where you can see the DNA of this. Yeah. Like he, he plays with light and stuff in that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak to, I'm not going to watch a Death Note because I don't give a fuck about an anime and... If you try to come at me with it, I will block you. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> as is our custom, yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean, I don't give a shit about his Blair Witch thing either. So it's just like I don't know since the guest. Like I can say his early stuff was like very promising, but like how we made this jump because I didn't see those. I mean, I think Death Note is like, if nothing else, is supposed to be like really crazy visually. I just think most mm-hmm. people that like the anime thought this sucked. And it probably means it's good. So yeah, maybe and, I should watch it. And I mean, yeah. like he did a terrific job. Like I, I really yeah. think this is a well-directed movie. And you know, like I just think about so many things. Like 
when you watch a movie of this scale, you're like, God, this movie would be a pain in the ass to make. <laughs> I just, I would not want to have to make this movie. And I, I, I just, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just like, how, how, how did, what pitch did he give that they're like, yeah, you're our guy. You know, like, like that, that's the stuff I always wonder about when you have some dude who just like jump from little things to suddenly this huge thing. But this one, it isn't even like the DNA is there, you know? Like, last guy too, Michael Doherty, who had only directed a, a handful of horror movies and then all of a sudden is making this $200 million movie. They probably just pitched it well. Mm-hmm, they probably yeah. just were calling in people who were like, hey, you, you've directed things so you can direct things. What is your idea for a Godzilla thing? And if they're like, oh, shit, I love Godzilla. Let me tell you about, okay, so the Hong Kong, right? And it's all neon and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, Grah! and then, you know, it's like, Rah! and then it's like, okay, you're hired. That's great. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> to imagine we... they have little toys while demonstrating. Yes. Like, <laughs> then he's going to pop his shoulder back in like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That. Hmm. So it was at like three and three quarter stars. Until the moment where Godzilla gets up after being defibrillated and fucking rigs maneuvers his shoulder back into socket. I was like, five stars. This is the greatest thing I will see this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't someone point out that Lethal Weapon 2 uh-huh. is credited in the yes! credits? I missed like, it, it, but somebody or said th- that. Or special thanks to... Or is it it's like-, like footage courtesy uh and they 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 were like courtesy you know Godzilla Skull Island King of the Monsters because there's a bunch of that stuff in the mm-hmm. opening credits mm-hmm. and then Lethal Weapon 2 and I was like did they take that scene from Lethal Weapon 2 and just like digitize it put, put the CG over it I I really want someone to compare the two <laughs> because I'll be happy to. <laughs> I mean I, if you're asking me to go watch Lethal Weapon 2 and then that scene again sure I'll be happy to yeah <laughs> Uh, do it and report back to us tomorrow. Yeah, Lethal Weapon um, Two is the best one. Yeah, uh, my other my other favorite monkey move was um, he does a Superman punch off of a building, yeah. like you know how the the <laughs> UFC fighters will do like a Superman punch off of the cage. He do- and I'm like. <laughs> that motherfucker just did a Superman punch. Not only a Superman punch, but off of the fucking building. This is the best. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really wish I wasn't the guy that was like upset by some of the human stuff because like it. Otherwise, it would like be so much higher. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like very mildly betrayed because it was like I felt like I was getting invested in their cobbled together, you know, cinematic universe, and then I was just mm-hmm. like, eh, yeah, that matters. And actually, like, we we put. 11 in this again but it doesn't really fucking matter she's not the same character now she's a conspiracy nut and it really is like I, I gotta be honest like I I like all three of the people that were running around in that little anti-conspiracy group mm-hmm. I fucking hated their storyline I hate it like every time they were on screen I like all three of those people doing their own thing the three of those they had no chemistry together and I really did like what Brian Tyree Henry was doing with his you know Lex Luthor they were three you know, very thing. distinctly different personalities and actors yeah. and all of it them were me, trying yeah. to be the funny one yeah and I, I was like i need one of you to take this seriously <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it's just like i, I was like You're, there's got to be a straight man like why how the fuck like you can't really actually indiana jones your way into this like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i don't know it just I, I did like it though when they when they're in the control room and people see them and he's just like no i uh i work here it's okay <laughs> no no don't tell that man ah <laughs> 
Yeah, I, yeah. I think some I did of those, like that. Some of the jokes landed, but it that part was a little bit of a mess. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, but just, God, like their whole thing at the end was just like oh, I can guess the password, you know. And it's like, really, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. And then they're just like, nah, just pour water. Oh on no, I got locked computer. out. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah just, I don't know. Just dump some water in the vents and that'll do it. I mean, that's the uh, thing is like, I, I feel like year old scotch, but yeah, <laughs> sure. I feel like somebody was like plotted all of the, the fight bits while they were still writing King of the Monsters. And then they just came, came in and like the studio rewrote the entire human bits. That, I mean, that's what it feels like to me. Cause like when it's monster stuff doing, you know, monster people doing monster things. And like, I, I also kind of like the uh, Rebecca Hall, like her, I thought her character and the little girl and all that was like well thought out. So I can mm-hmm. see that that was maybe yeah, from that, an that early had draft to be in the original, yeah, original draft. All right. So they but, were like, fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying I, like, it was like everything else was just like, Oh, well shit. We already, we already have a contract for Millie Bobby Brown to come back and do another one, but we're jettisoning this. So fuck, you know, like that's what it felt like. It was just like, well, we got to rewrite this and you know, I don't know. Like I said, it's just like you, it pisses me off because it's like you've got the people. It doesn't cost you any more to mm-hmm. write it better. That's that's what I mean. It's like I could see like, well, this didn't make very much money, so like let's scale back and like put all the money into the special effects. But like, well, we still have a bring, huge cast of characters. Like bringing back Millie Bobby Brown meant they had to bring back Kyle Chandler in some right. way because other it wouldn't because she's still too young to be like on her own or something. Right. But. Man, that dude serves literally no purpose in this None movie whatsoever. And also, like, he, no mention of her mother. I mean, well, briefly, it's just like, oh shit, you're her daughter, and uh-oh. yeah, you know, like that's about it. It's like she's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's just weird. Like Kyle Chandler is just like, I'm in Pensacola, and then they're like, we need you in Hong Kong. He's like, all right, and then he's and like, then he's ah, there. my daughter's here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like getting to Hong Kong takes a long fucking time. Yeah, well, not be a hyperloop thir- or whatever. A thirteen hour flight. Also, I'm At trying least. to figure out, did, did, was their Hyperloop also, like, predicated on there being basically, like, a black hole in the middle of the Earth? Because <laughs> I'm very confused. Like, well, there's no black some... hole in the middle of the Earth. There's just a thing. But it was like they yes, went through a singularity. Sunlight. Like a wormhole uh, or something. It was like there was some spatial yeah. bridge in the middle of Earth. Like, it wasn't just like, hey, we went down a hole and the gravity went yeah. upside down. It's like they, they actually hit some sort of thing yeah it's like they went into warp speed yeah. they they did they have that the, kind of effect they breached the veil or something like that like <laughs> i so i did like this baby laugh so the, the whole like journey into the hollow earth or whatever and they finally get in there and the first thing that humans do in hollow earth is fucking shoot at something <laughs> they're like ah oh, we're here oh shit mm-hmm. shoot that thing <laughs> what like, did the job humanity they needed to I know, but still, it was just like, "Hey, we're here!" Ah, no, I, fucking shoot that oh. that weird. I do like the stingray thing. I, I still feel oh, like but, the but chick that, from, it already started fights with Kong, right? Like, I mean, they yeah. when, they were just like, oh yeah, they like, were oh, saving Kong, but still, well, yeah, was, and it blew up the other ship, the right. third ship that was there. Yes, with yeah, I was yeah. like, I, just, I, mean, I thought you were saying like they lay, or they got in there and were like, bang bang, fuck you, Middle Earth. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the actual Middle Earth. <laughs> Man, when, yeah. when Kong crushes that one yeah, ship, I was about to he say, like looks at looks that lady in the eye like, nah, fuck you, crush. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they gave like they gave the best death to the chick from Baby Driver just because they're like, all right, Kong's gonna give you an eye, and he's gonna make sure his buddy's not on that ship, yeah. and then he's gonna squish you. Which which I thought was way better than the uh, the CEO guy getting getting it, but from Mecha Godzilla because because he's just kind of like ah shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he just gets he just kind of gets unceremoniously he gets, wiped out. Yeah, yeah, he just gets swiped. There's no knowing to his his death. Yeah, Kong is like, oh, dis bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was hoisted by his own yay guards. <laughs> yeah, God, um, that was a stretch. Um, yeah. <laughs> I added one fucking letter. That's not a stretch. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I mean, we're, we're talking about a lot of stupid shit about these movies, and there's a lot of stupid shit in them. But the bottom line is that it's rad. It's a rad fucking movie. It's look, the title tells you what it is, and that's what it is. We can mm-hmm. talk about all the other stuff because it's hard to talk about. And then he punched the lizard and then the lizard punched the monkey. And, you know, that's not worth talking about because that's just visually awesome. Mm-hmm. And sure. but yeah, there's a lot of really dumb shit in it. Yeah. But. And, who cares? And it's weird that it feels scaled back from King of the Monsters, and yet yes. the action and the other stuff feels way bigger and more satisfying. Where it's it's just this yeah, weird. Yeah, I think King of the Monsters' problem is it's it's like more globe trotting. Like they want they yeah, felt they like they went all spread their the damage place. around or something. <laughs> like yeah. oh, we can't do yeah. do much here. We gotta go fight this other monster over here. Yeah, I don't know. This was just like let's fucking wreck Hong Kong. I did like that they showed the other cities is not like. Well, you know, San Francisco is all right after that other one. It's like, no, San Francisco went fucking Tokyo jungle on this. You know, like, I mean, it is it has gone back to nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's King of the Monster. I, I, I watched too many of these right in a row. But I mean, it's like they literally showed that, like, after the devastation, it is fucking done for that city. So. Yeah, it, it's it it gives you what's advertised. Yeah, for so, sure. It does. Yeah, I I look forward to watching it again. I look forward to having a 4K disc of it. Absolutely. I look forward to having a 4K TV to watch it on one day. And if you're coming to this with any other expectation, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, I just this there's this constant push for, wow, the human characters are bad. It's like no fucking shit, man. There have been 47 of these and only in one, arguably, could you say that the humans were important? So. Would that be the one where the, the kid imagines one? the entire movie in his head? No, that movie's fucking garbage. <laughs> I'm talking about Shin Godzilla, which is more about the the bureaucracy mm-hmm. of Japan being unable to do a fucking thing about this that's happening to them. And that movie's heartbreaking from a human element. That mm-hmm. That's the most remarkable thing about that. But the other 46 Godzilla and Godzilla adjacent movies aren't about the people. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with people. So, Chuck, you you being the resident kaiju expert among us, like, like uh-huh. probably the old, I I think I'll speak for Harlow here, but I you you're the only one who's seen all of them, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and you preferred King of the Monsters to this one, though. Yes, but only because that had more of a nostalgia thing. Yeah, that had for me that had more it of was, the the Toho. It was stuff doing more of the tributes to the classic monster stuff. Um, Whereas Kong, like, even though, like, we watched one of the Japanese ones that Kong was in mm-hmm. and there's, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla. No one really thinks about those. No one's like, hey, man, those were great because mm-hmm. they weren't. <laughs> you want you want your Mecha Godzilla. You want your, you know, yeah, and, Mothra. And-, and this one, it's more very clearly that, you know, Kong is the hero. You know, I, th- I think I said right at, when I went on Discord or whatever, right after watching, I'm like, if you're not a if you're not like on if you're not a Kong fan by the end of this, like what the fuck are you doing? Cause they basically, Kong is the hero yeah. be, because of the way they are setting up the story. Yeah. And they basically treat him like the face wrestler 
getting sure. just his ass kicked by the heel constantly. But also, when it comes down to the fight, the right one wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and the the end of their initial fight or or that fight in Hong Kong for them, like before mm-hmm. Mechagodzilla shows up, man, that is some good like. CG monsters getting in each other's faces mm-hmm. and just fucking screaming at each other. <laughs> like, that is so going to be a meme of just mm-hmm. people like, debate me, no, debate me. Godzilla just like fucking shouted him down, like, mm-hmm. no, fucking stay down, you fucking stupid monkey. <laughs> and Kong eventually was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My heart, <laughs> my basketball sized heart. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say it's probably a little... slightly larger than that. <laughs> Basketball court-sized heart, maybe? Okay, I, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I do like that he had grown, like, five sizes since uh, Skull Island. I mean, granted, it had been 50 years, but still. Yeah, he's keep growing. Yeah. Godzilla, apparently, between this one and the last one, had also gotten a lot larger, so whatever. Mm. Maybe Hong Kong's just smaller than we think it is. <laughs> yeah, just that little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, Could be that, too. Yeah. Hong Kong is one seventh smaller than than Mm -hmm. expected. (laughs) It's it's a good movie. It's a big, dumb, fun movie. It's exactly what you think it is. Don't Mm -hmm. look for more out of it. Yeah, I said I just I'm just upset because what I what I'm talking about wouldn't have cost them anything extra. And 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 to me, like financial disaster on a movie, if you're going to proceed, is no reason to be like, well, clearly that's why it didn't work. It's like, no, like (laughs) I don't know. I honestly I don't understand why the last one didn't do well. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. Because it was weird because this one had so much hype going into it. And I was like, where were all you people for the last one? Because you didn't give a shit about that one. So yeah, I totally forgot that they like even went down to like that. There's the reference to the Mothra twins and stuff. It's just like, I forgot that like all this shit is actually there. Like this really is a weird love letter to all things Godzilla. Yes. And for some reason people didn't want that. And I'm like, what is wrong with all of you? (laughs) But but whatever. I mean, you know, this this very well could be the last one of these we get. Uh, I think they simply. Well, I mean, China's saving it again by, you know, giving it two hundred million dollars worth of box office because they can apparently go to the theater and stuff. And that's how well, that works. Yeah. And but. also probably why they uh, set that final fight in Hong Kong instead of Tokyo or uh-huh. a, a location. Oh, I was you thinking figure the whole time more <laughs> logical. Yeah. Well, they you also, would think they would actually want to watch somebody else's city get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's kind of what I was watching, thinking, and like, did they do this for China? Because it's their own city getting wrecked, right? Yeah, well, they did that in one of the Transformers movies, too. Yeah, they're like, they're, yeah. all of a sudden, they're in oh. Shanghai for no reason. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. They people, do that in Pacific Rim, too, also. <laughs> people like to see the hometown. Yeah. Um, they marketed the shit out of this movie. Like... We got oh, 85 sure trailers and 300 posters. And so I I think, I don't remember when King of the Monsters came out, but, you know. We've 2019. Been, yeah. So we've been thinking about this all quarantine, uh, waiting well, for waiting for some Godzillas. Yeah. Wasn't this supposed to come out last year? Oh, yeah. This was, this was really supposed to come out like six to nine months after the last one. Like oh, it, really? it had already pretty much been in development at that point anyway they were just going for it they're like we're going to release one of these every nine months it's going to be great um Mm. but yeah this was this should have been out 18 months ago wow (laughs) yeah 
hate to say it, but yeah, you can smell the reshoots and stuff or whatever they did. I mean, it just from the human element is weird. Like I said, just because it's so, I don't know, just like they were like, we must go down a different path. That's the only way. Make everyone different than how they were before. Yeah. I, I That's clearly what's I... wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's really nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I, I would have liked some some greater motivation from the from the bad guys other than just, hey, let's drive Godzilla crazy and then, uh-oh, Godzilla's bad now. So, hey, we made a thing. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think they were trying to make him crazy. I think they just, that was... An, you know, they were just like, we're going to make a Becca Godzilla so that we don't need fucking real Godzilla. And then they're like, oh, it's actually attracting him. And Well, no, the, the whole thing about Pensacola was that they put that thing there to, to attract him. That the thing that uh, okay. dude conspiracy podcast guy saw yeah. was to get Godzilla there to wreck their shit so okay. that they could go to the public and say, we got to take care of this. Gotcha. Yeah. Only thing is, framed. Like, you probably should have made sure it worked first. <laughs> Hubris. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, they didn't even have the 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 source of power. <laughs> they didn't even download the power from the center yeah. of the earth yet. <laughs> I love that they made a cute robot to go get the power source. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's just fucking mm-hmm. crab monster robot <laughs> to go. <laughs> hey, Red Wing, go get the power source. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oscar Mike too. Red Wing do everything. Um, which is a many layered joke. I hope someone gets. Um, but yeah, they they made the cute robot go drill the power source out and then email the power source right. back to home base through the center of the fucking earth. Like, they just analyzed it and Wi-Fi it back to home base. Yeah, like here you go. Here's the chemical yeah, composition. I, I appreciate that they got a signal down there. Yeah, I I have no idea how. Yeah, I can't um, airdrop yeah. shit to my Mac at work. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah, plenty of plenty of little quibbles in this movie, but sure. Overall, it is uh some excellent monster ass kicking. And there's not too much that gets in your way. Like once you've accepted that there are giant titans that want to beat each other up for one reason or another that also came from a hollow earth because <laughs> it's yeah. important i feel like yes for your acceptance yes. level yes well i mean okay so once well, because at one point godzilla literally like bores into the ground just so he can be like hey fuck you <laughs> i mean it's like you know. yeah i mean that's just that's like some god of war level like who the fuck thought of this like <laughs> like who was sitting around and just like i don't know what do you make? Oh, God, well, just Godzilla was like, "Oh, you're down there." Yeah. Well, I need some way to talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was gonna fight him or something. I don't know. Yeah. I love that dude has this theory where he's like, "I have this theory about the Titans, right? They probably do this thing where they like home in on where they came from. It's really outlandish. It's a crazy theory." And they're like, "You mean like salmon?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's like you mean like actual things on this planet that do this exact same thing. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Yes, like salmon. If you can identify David Attenborough's voice, you know this. <laughs> but but yeah, like once you it's a small hurdle to get over, two giant monsters that want to fight each other. Once you've gotten there, I think you can get to the rest of the stuff, like the hollow earth. And if there's a hollow earth, then of course they can fly there and they're and they're extremely convenient very expensive 
space machines or whatever and then they've got a wi-fi signal back home sure why not once you're along for all those rides you know king kong has a giant axe with a godzilla scale in it that glows for some reason and he had a throne waiting for him throne waiting for him yeah because you know he's the king also they built statues at some point in hollow earth like there were there were monkey statues there was there was a very primitive monkey statue yeah Yeah. there's the there's the ancient ancient civilization In in King of the Monsters too, because that's, that's where, true, right? Yeah, where yeah. once his face goes. Um, yes. But you know, it's like sort of, kind of implied. Maybe it's Atlantis, but because like someone's just like, uh, is this Egyptian or something? He's like, no, it is much older. <laughs> that's right. I forgot yeah. about that shit. Yeah. So yeah, they they established these like ancient civilizations right. worshiping them at some point. Okay, you're right. I assume that like there was just the smaller earth yeah. and then like some layer of man made so much garbage like we're doing now that it just made a, a big ring around it. And then they just started another earth on top of it. You know, yeah. like, yeah, they're like, we can't clean this up. Just yeah. build a house yeah, on just, top of this garbage. Well, no, it had to be an it. inverse hollow earth already. And then mm. somebody went mm. outside and was like, oh, that's a good place to throw the trash. And then, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, I just drilled that. a hole like with one of those old timey, you know, old timey <laughs> drills. And it's like. Oh, that's where I could put my McDonald's wrappers. <laughs> I just love that I started this whole section by being like, listen, if you're going to nitpick this movie, you're an asshole. And now we've just spent like the past hour nitpicking the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, but they're like, all fun nitpicks. Yeah. <laughs> We're not like saying this movie sucks because everything's stupid in it. We're saying it's a stupid movie. Go watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but we I, are like, we are all I, all I was saying is like from a writing standpoint, if you're going to make yeah, us suffer from humans that. that are bad. Just write them better. Like it doesn't hurt anything. Like it's it's not hard. Like you already have good. I mean, you can't blame it on like we don't have a budget, so we had to hire shit actors. Like you have quality people all around you. Make them say better things. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Is there anything that I would watch that Rebecca Hall has been in? Uh, Iron Man three is the only thing. I would she think in Iron Man three? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she, I've wasn't she in that. the town? Isn't she in the town? The Ben Affleck movie. That's a good movie. Okay. I think that was her. I think you're right. And then she's been in some Woody Allen movies. Nope. Uh, I don't remember her in The Prestige, but apparently she was in that as well. Hmm. Okay. Been a long time since I watched that one. So Was she David Bowie? (laughs) That's right. He's in it. (laughs) That guy. All right, well, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up, shall we? Mm, yes. Okay. Okay. I'm Harlow. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. 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 I mean, contact information. <laughs> That's what we usually do right here. Oh, oh, sorry. BMFcast.com is the website. You can call us on the Garfield phone at nine one zero five Jocks BMF or nine zero five five six nine two six three. Go to patreon.com slash BMFcast and give us money so that we can continue to pay for uh, HBO Max to watch giant monsters punch each other. It's really the only reason. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool. Yep. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All I'm right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Variety Hour. Away. Yeah, you got really <laughs> crusty there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.